Hey there, I'm Simeon. And I'm Mary. And welcome to the Two Nerds. And their journey through the essential literacy practices. Whole new worlds were created as rock pushed on into unexplored territory. Within arms generally, there's always the feeling that one has to innovate and reevaluate and move on. Well, we are here this evening with Amy and Alyssa. I'm not going to say a whole lot more, ladies. I'm going to let you introduce yourselves. Tell us a little bit about what you get to do every day. Um, I'm Amy Urian. I teach second grade at Reese Puffer Elementary. And with second grade comes a lot of reading and writing lessons. So we spend a lot of time, a good chunk of our day, doing integrated reading with social study science and all the good stuff that comes with that and writing as well. And I'm Alyssa Nada, and I also teach second grade um, at Central Elementary in Race Puffer. And I would just piggyback off of what Amy said that, yeah, it's a lot of reading and writing. And I think we have found a way that we get the engagement up with our kids. When you talk about engagement with, we're talking second grade, right? Like, yeah. how do you structure that? What does that look like? Well, I think it started a few years ago. We just noticed that kids were not engaged in their writing, and they just had that writer's block. They would just sit, Mm. what am I going to write about? What do I do? What ideas? And when we would tell them, add more details, well, what does that mean? So Amy and I were at Macmillan, and we had a colleague who was in with us, Kylie Simons, and she was helping our special ed students, and she was doing these brain frames, and we were like, what is this? And started questioning, and... And then we took a two- or three-day conference with Dr. Bonnie Springer that introduced us to brain frames, and... I remember going in not really, okay, this is supposed to help our writing instruction, but what is it really? And sat down that first day and sat through the whole her whole interactive conference that day. And we left that night. We looked, I remember looking at each other saying, okay, there's something with this. We have to look into this further. So we went back the next day and the day after that. And by the time we were done with the three-day training, we knew somehow we had to get it into our writing curriculum. At that time, we were doing writer's workshop, and we were met, like Alyssa was saying earlier, just with a lot of reluctant writers in second grade. We expect so much out of the writers, you know, at that age level. They should be able to write an informational piece. They should be able to write an opinion piece, a narrative piece. And we were teaching what they wanted us to teach, but there, there had to have been a better way to get the kids to actually get their thoughts down on paper in a more concise way. They were sort of all over the place. And writing really long pieces. Writing mm. really long. We would always expect them to right. do that. Like, keep adding more, keep adding more, so then it would get to what we would and say then, just, and, and then, then, and then, and like, then, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Yes. So I think that's when we finally said, we've got to find something to help these kids, and Brain Frames was sort of that. So, so for, push yeah, for, for people out there, who might not know what brain frames is, how would you describe that for them? An organizational Mm -hmm. tool, um, six organizational tools that you can pretty much use for anything, but it's very organized and there's those six frames that they just say stay consistent. So the beauty part of it is, is they're creating their own plan. They're creating Mm -hmm. their own um, brain frame instead of us handing them a graphic organizer that's shaped like a hamburger or a graphic organizer, you know, that says beginning, middle and end. They are creating their own and that's what a brain frame is. 
they are given their piece of paper and we can say, well, let's begin with a telling frame and they'll put their topic in the middle and write everything they know around that topic. And then they can move on to a sequencing frame and they will literally start at the beginning at the left-hand side of their paper and just sequence their whole story out with their boxes and arrows and they've created their own plan to follow. It wasn't something that we were giving to them and saying, here, you have to fill this out and not really understanding why they're filling it out. This all comes from their own brain and their work and this is the plan they're going to follow to get their story down on paper and it's really we tell them like that's the hard work right Mm -hmm. there is when you're planning Mm -hmm. it because then once you get to actually writing your piece like the work is done it's right there Mm -hmm. and they can just take it and start creating their sentences which we saw huge success in kids are just confident in themselves as writers and they're engaged and they're motivated and there wasn't as many there are a few but just not as many those blank stares out Mm -hmm. into space like I don't know what to do. I don't know what to write about. So I think that was the biggest thing for us. Like the engagement was there and they were excited to write. We were excited now to teach writing because they were excited. Well, it's probably great to not read all of these and then, and then, and then, and then, and then. So our eight page stories went to a more concise, more quality work to page story that had everything that they needed, but they were able to follow their own plan and make sure the plan was well done before they even got their writing paper. So you talked about how this integrated into yeah, a writer's workshop. So it, it's not something that's a standalone piece. It can integrate into Absolutely. whatever you're using in your classroom, Absolutely. right? We looked at those lessons very closely and we said, okay, so for this lesson, they want us to use this certain organizer. We just said we can do a sequencing frame here. And a sequence frame is basically, it's a blank piece of paper until they start their own frame. So it was super easy to look at all of those lessons and just embed those brain frames right into it. And it just made a world of difference. And it was a lot of work to mm-hmm. to get us there, but like the benefits of it in the end were like, we, it, it wasn't a bad thing because we, I mean, we spent a ton of hours mm-hmm. going through each lesson. What can we change here? What can we embed here? Then to see the end result with the kids mm-hmm. was just amazing. Mm-hmm. And it felt all worth it. I still have some of Maddie's work that I keep as well. <laughs> That's yeah. too cool. I love that. See, those are the little bits and pieces I don't think we hear all the time about what goes on in education with our kids. And you guys are sharing this work, too. This isn't just something that you've developed in-house, right? You've done some learning labs? or Talk a little bit about that experience. How, how crazy is that to have 400 people in your room at one time? Yeah, you do. I mean, I was super nervous to begin with. Like, okay. oh my gosh, they're going to come in and watch my kids write. Are they going to perform okay? Yeah. Um, but really, like, they all left, like, amazed that your kids are really writing That's that long. Your kids videos. are really able to create these frames even without you sitting right next to them. So I think it inspired them to try this out. Hopefully, this yes. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. And, yeah, I think just letting them see it in action. Because you can talk about it and talk about it and talk about it, but then to see the kids actually doing it is like the key point there. For sure. For sure. This was one training we had signed up for years ago that really lit a fire. You know, it just, it made so much sense once you heard Dr. Bunny Springer, you know, talk about it and demonstrate it. And it just, the fires just were lit and we're like, second graders can do this. First graders can do this. Kindergartners are brain framing. It's very doable in the classroom and it just makes so much sense. Well, and I think there's going to be some training coming up here at the ISD this summer, again with Dr. Bonnie Singer. Anybody to go. Yes. Highly encourage that. Very cool. And it's not just academics, too. I mean, I know of teachers who are using it for behavior, Mm -hmm. for, you know, any field in academics, but also just that behavior piece, like cause and effect, like 
what's going to happen if you do this? What's going to happen because、right. of that? So it's it can be used. Well, it probably helps kids see right. So they're you're having them brain frame out for their writing process. But I have to imagine if they're doing a sequencing frame, it's a lot easier for them to read a text where there's a sequence in it. Right. This all ties back in right、yep. with what we're. Yeah. Working on and reading as、yep. well, so that's、yeah. such a powerful thing. So I, I ask this of everybody that's on the podcast because this is the Essential Series podcast. If you think about the essentials, what's your wish for the essentials or for your classroom moving forward? If you think about the essentials, what's your wish for this work? And it could be with brain frames or it could be with writing. What's your one wish moving forward, either for yourself, the kids in your class, or Muskegon as a whole, or the state? Or the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to go there. My one wish would be that everybody would have an opportunity to really dig into the essentials, to look at each one closely, and to dig into the writing essential and see how they can tie in that brain frames and make、mm. it work in their own classroom. So I know everybody has been introduced to the essentials, but is everybody、trained. focused on it and really、yeah. trained to do、yeah. it? Implement it in your classroom cross curricular. So my wish would just be to get the word out there more, just to keep talking about it, keep talking about it. Excellent. I think to piggyback off of that, once we have those teachers trained and they are feeling confident, that I think just to build the confidence in the kids, like that was、mm. what we kept saying. Like we want kids who are confident as readers, and we want kids that are confident as writers. But when we know what's in those essentials and what we should be including in our classrooms each day, I think just to build that within the students is. Probably my biggest wish. Well, I think right that essential one with the motivation. I think if we can, in、mm-hmm. especially in second grade, have kids going on to third and fourth who are、yeah. confident about、yeah. about them and see themselves as readers and writers,、yeah. what a gift we've given them. That's agree. That's awesome. Yeah, we think of ourselves as second grade teachers as preparing them for that big step to third、yeah. grade with the oh for sure and all the other you know bigger、mm-hmm. concepts they tackle in third grade and. Being a lower elementary grade, you know, K through two,、yeah. we got a pretty big job as second grade teachers to prepare、yeah. them for that upper level elementary. So, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a huge difference to to follow those essentials and to embed them as much as you can in your reading and writing instruction, and to look what else is out there and take the advice of other teachers who have been in the midst of it and try something new.、Yeah. That's what happened for、yeah. us with brain frames. You just have to jump in take and just take the leap and do and it. Go for it. Awesome. Well, thank you both very much. Thanks thank for being、you. on the show. Whole new worlds were created as rock pushed on into unexplored territory. Within arms, generally, there's always the feeling that one has to innovate and reevaluate.